Greetings, everyone. I know this is a bit of a, I guess, a different intro. Um, there hasn't been an episode for quite some time, as you can imagine. There are far more pressing issues in the world at the moment. Today, I'm just coming on here as um, for an appeal to protect one of my professors, an upstanding, principled a radical who has been instrumental in supporting voices, the voices of solidarity for the Palestinian cause and the Zionists on campus, outside of campus, are moving to get him fired for out of context remarks in which they doctored a clip from an 18 minute speech, which can be found in, to, in full in this episode's description. So we have a petition, they have a petition, we need to drown out their voices. So I'm asking everyone who listens to this podcast to sign the petition, share it, and hopefully we can, through our strength and numbers, overturn this vicious campaign. Take care. I'm very determined. I come from Paul Robson. I come from the voice. The deep, deep traditions of resistance in African American culture, in the culture of African peoples in the diaspora. of resistance in Jewish culture, in Jewish history. There are times in the pogrom when they came to massacre the Jews with their Jewish folks who said, You can kill us, you can decimate us, you can massacre us, but you will not eliminate us. We survive. We survive. There are deep, deep traditions of resistance in Palestinian culture and in Palestinian history. There are Palestinians who have said that you may come and kill us, you may come and massacre us, you may decimate us, but you will not eliminate us. We survive, we survive, we survive. Those are the traditions that I claim as an internationalist. Those traditions belong to me. They influence me. They inspire me. And I stand today on those traditions. In the name of resistance, we survive. We survive. We survive. Ella Baker, the great organizer, said at the height of the 
civil rights movement. That until the killing of black mother's sons is as important as the killing of white mother's sons, we who believe in freedom cannot rest. Deeply principled people 
with whom I've had the honor to organize, with whom I disagree. And it's this moment that has exposed ideological and philosophical divisions within the left that have been papered over for many years. And it's not just liberals, they're genuine leftists, they're genuine radicals that have deep disagreements, deep conflicts. My personal position, my personal position, and you must understand, It tries to erase 
Jewish resistance to Zionism and apartheid. Yep. Certainly, it homogenizes Arabs, Muslims, and Palestinians. There's tremendous philosophical diversity within Gaza, within the occupied territories, within Palestine, within the Palestinian diaspora, because Palestinians are human beings! There's a whole range of opinions and outlets and responses to Hamas. There are many Gazans, there are many Palestinians who abhor violence against civilians. It horrifies them, it sickens them. But we must ask ourselves, what has Hamas done? Before that, we must ask ourselves, do we only support Palestinians when they're passive victims? Do we only support Palestinians as objects? Can we support Palestinians as agents? What has Hamas done? Hamas has shifted the balance of power. Yeah. Hamas has punctured the illusion of invincibility. Yeah. That's what they've done. Yeah. You don't have to be a Hamas supporter to recognize that. Hamas has changed the terms of debate. Israeli officials are right. Nothing will be the same again. Nothing will be the same again. Hamas has challenged the monopoly of violence. And in those first few hours, even as horrific acts will be carried out, many of which we would not learn about until later. There are many Gazans of goodwill, many Palestinians conscious, who abhor violence, as do you, as do I, who abhor the targeting of civilians, as do you, as do I.
Meanwhile, have, have shown their perversity, their obscenity. They intend to use this moment to carry out their geopolitical aims. They're doubling down on their racism. They're doubling down on their Islamophobia. They're doubling down on their repression. They're betraying the very Western liberal principles that they espouse, supposedly the very principles that underlie their support for Israel and underlie the mythology of Israel as a liberal democracy surrounded by Islamist terror. They're, be they're outlawing protests, right? They're outlawing, their project is settler colonialism. Their project is white supremacy. Their project is militarism. Their project is death. We resist them. We defy them. some degree, some of the premises of Zionism. Indeed, I think I can relate to it. In the sense that my people have been victims of a Holocaust, the African Holocaust. We understand that. We understand genocide. We understand being vulnerable. We understand being attacked generation after generation. We understand not feeling safe anywhere. We understand that. You can't tell me about that. You can't tell my people about that fear, that terror. We understand it quite intimately. And so we also understand the seduction of the idea that we never have to fear again. Yeah. That we will be so powerful that we will crush our enemies. Deep appeal to oppressed people. I understand that. We have to ask what makes us strong? The nuclear weapons make us strong, the missiles make us strong. Does white phosphorus make us strong? No. Does racism make us strong? No. Does Islamophobia make us no. strong? No. Does apartheid make us strong? No. Do checkpoints make us strong? No. Does settler colonialism make us strong? Does it guarantee no. our safety? Does it keep us safe? No. Does it honor our ancestors? No. The same ones who said, you may kill us. You may slaughter us, you may decimate us, but you will not eliminate us. This is precisely, precisely what the Palestinian people are saying. You will not eliminate us. We survive, we survive, we resist. 